Five Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that go on in the dark. My name's Tori. My name's Taylor Shea. And we just had audio issues, guys. Yeah. My we thing- don't know how to turn on mics or plug okay. them in anymore. First of all, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I have this bad habit of not turning my fucking mic on ever. Um, so that's fun. And then I turned it on and it came unplugged somehow. So we love the ghost in our apartment that's refusing to have me talk because he's like, shut, please shut the fuck up, shut, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. He looks at me, he's like, please shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. So, so what are we doing today? We're going to do kind of a little kickoff for Halloween by talking about more of the spooky side. Yes, because Erin, yeah. yes. I texted Erin the other day and she was like, hey bud, is spooky season in effect yet? And I went, yes. uh, we're preparing. So I'm like... In my head, I'm like, we got to get going for spooky yes, season, guys. we need like, to get ready for spooky season. I am almost completely finished with an actual case. So I think we'll next time that'll possibly be that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think we're going to switch into spooky mode and try yes. to kind Do of find some stuff. more spooky stuff, which I'm absolutely in the spooky mood because literally yesterday I came home from work, started watching um, Ghost Files, mm-hmm. which is Rain and... Uh, rain. Shane and Ryan. Yes. And you showed me them the other yes. day. They're fucking hilarious. I love them so much. Their ghost hunt. They did. They went back to the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, shit. This is their third time investigating there. I, of course, was very tired. So I took a nap through part of it. Mm-hmm. And then when I woke up, was like, I want to watch Rose Red. Oh because it is also based off of the Winchester Mystery yeah. House. So then ended up watching a four-hour movie. Mm-hmm about which is one of my favorite movies in the yes. whole world and we've talked about multiple times because yes. she can't not talk about it. i love this movie because <laughs> nobody else really has seen it and it's actually like fantastic yeah it's like, pretty good genuinely i think it's my favorite stephen king movie like mm-hmm. it does go above gerald's game for me yeah gerald's game i that was that mm-hmm. movie is one of the only ones i've ever watched that has genuinely scared the absolute shit out of me because a moonlight man yes don't come in and licking your toes don't talk about my toes he wants your toes no stop it's keep them b- free keep them out there let them lick your people toes. F- no i'm ter- currently holding my toes with my other toes and they're curled up on its seat because i don't want my no. toes to be touched let your toes be free no. the moonlight man I- needs to come in the nighttime no. and say hello to I- your toes absolutely not but that game that that game that no. movie was very very yeah. good it was very I, good. I really really enjoyed it um that's one of the only movies that scared the shit out of me. The other one was Evil Dead Rise, which we all know. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. Love <laughs> Love Evil Dead Rise. Um, but Rose Red's a pretty good movie. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty it's a it's it's definitely like for people who are neurodivergent and have ADHD, um, find a fidget toy. Or find yes. like something to do as you're watching it because I found like halfway through I was it was hard for me to concentrate just because mm-hmm. of how long it is. Oh yeah. But if you can do if you can focus, it is very very good. Like it's a very very good movie, and I understood why you were like you need to fucking see this. Even if you don't see it, because even if you see it, and you don't like it. You need to see it just to have said you've seen it. You yes. know what I mean? And to see like its impact on like Stephen yes. King's writing, the genre, and like I do think it's really fantastic when it comes to being a haunted house story I agree. yep i agree that it's it pulls very much i think like that there are aspects of haunting in hill house that i can see were inspired yes. yep. by that mm-hmm. and like and stephen king's rose red was partially inspired not only by the winchester mystery house but also by the haunting of hill house mm-hmm. um by shirley jackson which is mm-hmm. obviously what haunting of hill house was 
yeah. mostly based off of yeah. source material wise so like i don't i that's kind of like what i love about horror is like all of these movies kind of can yeah. impact each other you're you're and, like like yeah. sway the genre in like a good way you are a, you sent me a tiktok at one point in time yeah. where it was like what was it it was we were taught it was like oh i want to watch halloween <laughs> and it was like oh you want to watch get out two or get out one or yeah. something like that and it's like what do you mean it's like oh well, michael myers is mm-hmm. one of the other yes and i'm like but she didn't say that yes. but like the tiktok said that and she was like this is me and i was like it really fucking yes, is the halloween conspiracy the or like horror conspiracy theories mm-hmm. how they all connect to each other or like mm-hmm weird things about it like i watch this creator all the time i can't think of their name but they do so many different ones where they're sitting there being like oh yeah like um god what is the one horror movie that oh i can see the cover not as above so below the descent Mm -hmm. so then he was talking about like the descent being like oh yeah how like the main like final girl in the Mm -hmm. descent is in on the whole thing and Mm -hmm. that she's clearly killing all her friends and it's not Mm -hmm. just like spooky creatures coming from the underground killing Mm -hmm. them and then i'd be like can we just watch a fucking movie and take the movie for what it is is. this is literally what it's like living with with tay Mm -hmm. and um alex if you're listening get ready bitch (laughs) get ready to yell that i Um, did text him about that movie last mm -hmm. night that he was like waiting at the bar for his date to show up Mm -hmm. and he had already had a couple of drinks so it was a little Mm -hmm. and i like texted him and was like i'm watching rose red i'm forcing you to watch this Mm -hmm. movie i don't give a shit what you want to do this is force Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's there 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 are a few things that when you're friends with tay let me say friends with tay let me rescind that when you live with tay yes that is a requirement yep one of them is Rose Red. Yes. Another one is the Family Stone. Yep. For during Christmas. Yes. I'm trying to think. Um, you will at one point in time be forced to watch some form of Sex in the City or Gossip Girls. Yes. 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 I absolutely. Well, we and him have already had a discussion that he hates Sex in the City mm-hmm. because I guess he met he went to school with Cynthia Nixon's daughter mm-hmm. and he's met both of them at one point in time and that they were both really fucking rude. I mean, yeah, celebrities. So, like, he doesn't like them as well as he doesn't like their portrayal of New York City. And I'm like, I don't care if you don't like it. You have to understand how impactful it is for the genre oh and God. being the genre women who want to be sexually free. Let us be hoes and be happy. <laughs> Trademark. 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 I'm gonna, that's going to be a senior quote. Yeah. Let us be hoes and let us be happy. Taylor Shag me (laughs) it me yes so because we're continuing on with spooky season in silliness we're going to talk today a little bit about the concept of cinematic neurosis which is completely new to me i came home Mm -hmm. and this week has kind of kicked my ass i picked up a part-time job because i'm (laughs) broke so i really haven't had a lot of time to do a case i'm going to try to do something spooky this upcoming week but today was like hey i'm almost done with my case but i also have a kind of like informal episode we can do and i was like all right like shoot what is it because we had just released the am i the asshole yes last week which i think people kind of enjoyed so um i was like interesting like what are we doing we are stone cold sober at least i am i am yeah we're stone cold sober. i just woke up for a nap so i slept all day at my girlfriend's house so we both if anything we're just fucking tired (laughs) it's been a week and love it love it so explain what cinematic neurosis right so cinematic neurosis is the development of anxiety somatic responses disassociation and psychotic symptoms after watching a film so this phenomenon is often like observed around and questioning concerning the ability of certain films to try to do so within people so it's not just like 
so that so this is not only like okay certain people are probably more prone to this but yes. also do certain films try to accomplish this yes so i think that there could be definitely we could examine like there are so many different horror movies that i wonder if they are trying mm-hmm. to kind of get there or the validity of if it could send mm-hmm. someone to there but there's definitely been a list observably of not only horror movies that have inspired people to do bad things Mm -hmm. but also that there is a list of movies that have been attributed to causing cinematic neurosis in people Mm -hmm. so we'll talk a little bit later in this list about the very first one that it was mostly observed in Mm -hmm. but i i'm going to include Uh, the article that I ended up thinking about this from and wanting to talk about this because Mm -hmm. I think there probably are like movies that horror horror movies that I've even watched that have kind of almost like induced some of these anxiety symptoms is me. Oh, I can, I can 100%. I mean, I know for a 100% fat Gerald's game was one for me. Like, because I literally for three or four months after I watched Mm -hmm. it when I, so the way I think we've explained the way our apartment is, it's a second and third floor in a duplex. Mm -hmm. So we have the second and third floor and my room is on the third floor. And so at night it gets dark as fuck up here because where we live, like where the window that would be, that would let light in Mm -hmm. is facing that like would shine like on the stairs, me coming up to the landing is facing the back of the property. So there's no like street lights and it's dark as fuck. Like we don't live in, I wouldn't even call it the suburbs. We live like we live two houses down from us. It's all farmland. Mm -hmm. Like, and like maybe a mile down the other way is all farmland and Mm -hmm. it's we're pretty rural where we live yeah um and so it's pretty dark in here for two or three months probably three or four months after we watched gerald's game i'd come up the stairs and have to like pivot like and run my ass and slam my fucking door shut because i was convinced the moonlight man was going to be here especially because around that time is when we had those fucking big ass super moons where all the light would shine in because the moon's always behind our house Mm -hmm. so i would see the fucking moon and i'd be like oh my god the moonlight man's gonna come get me even right now as i'm sitting here i feel like i need to face the back of a wall so because whenever i watch a scary movie i feel like i have to put my back against a wall because i'm scared something's gonna pop out behind me and scare me i'll talk later about maybe like the movies that caused that Mm -hmm. in me later but also like to pair like to pair it before i've said it before my family didn't really believe in tv movie ratings so i've been watching horror movies since i was four yes so for me the things that caused that in me several years ago were when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I've rarely had that experience as an adult yeah. because I'm my brain rot is real big Your now. Brain rot. My brain rot Love real it. big now. Love it. Brain so, rot is big. It's very big. After years of only watching horror Jesus movies, Christ. like from literally and like, Dateline and Dateline, I've been watching this stuff since I was literally a, a con, like my first sentient being. <laughs> Our mm-hmm. memories of stuff like this. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then you have my uh, bitch ass who was like, okay, I moved in at 2022. 20, and I'm like, okay, I guess let's uh, figure out uh, horror <laughs> movies now. So love and it. And there's like, I don't care what your preference for anything is. We're watching all of these yep. scary things mm-hmm. because I have nothing but like this I said in my before, brain. Before we officially dive in too, there's a one point in time, Tay made me a list of important horror movies to watch, but I still haven't gotten yep. all the way through. It was over 50 horror movies long, so... Yeah, it was like a three-page list. Yes, it was. Yeah. So. And some of them I didn't even put on there because I actually liked them. I just thought they were impactful for the genre and that you needed to be aware of them. Like, this is the kind of asshole that I am. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Can confirm. 
Anyway, so yeah. let's talk so, about these movies. The first one that they have here uh, on this list is the 1956 movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Okay. So they say that there was a little boy who was about 12 years old who had watched it and then soon began exi- exhibiting symptoms related to restlessness and anxiety, mm-hmm. which are some of the symptoms of cinematic neurosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say that it soon became uh, so bad that he would have to take medication to sleep. Damn. He then reportedly had been entered um he thought that he had been entered like in the movie um because in invasion of the body snatchers that's what the language of it was is that mm-hmm. they would enter your body and then steal your body oh, fuck. um so then it became clear that he needed help after he claimed he started hearing disembodied voices oh that's freaky that's freaky. yes so this was poor thing he was also probably struggling with a variety of mental yeah. illness if he was that influenced i guess well, but th- th- and that's what i was gonna say i think yeah. the, the when you said about like you know certain like certain movies try to do this my thought first thought was mm-hmm. also like i'm sure there's a certain population that are more likely to to be impacted by this oh, like yeah. the first thing i thought of was the um oh my god that one the folly ado case that we did like there's yeah. certain groups of people that mm-hmm. are more prone to this like there are certain like mm-hmm. if you take someone who is not you know neurodivergent or not mentally ill in any way shape or form like they can still experience ptsd but a traumatic event is going to affect them differently and they're going to be more likely to develop PTSD symptoms than mm-hmm. someone who is not because they already have this underlying condition. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's kind of like being, it's almost like being immunocompromised, but for your brain. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a way I can relate I to. think that that's a great way to explain mm-hmm. it and kind of think of that quite a lot when it comes yeah. to like the impact of these kinds of movies on someone's psyche. Because like it made me sit there and kind of think like Jeffrey Dahmer was obsessed with The Exorcist 3. Yeah. Yep. Like one why like it's a bad sequel what are you talking about but like i don't like it makes sense to me that i guess this was already a person who was Mm -hmm. already struggling with a lot of mental illness and then becomes became so hooked and Mm -hmm. like intrigued by this Mm -hmm. and kind of like wanted to emulate it in parts Mm -hmm. that it really just takes the wrong type of person i guess and speaking of the exorcist so that's the next one on this list Mm. um that when it was released in 1973, it was followed by a lot of reports of people who were claiming to be both affected physically and psychologically. Mm-hmm. Um, very upsettingly, some people would report sudden heart attacks, miscarriages, and several people began experiencing insomnia, mm-hmm. irritability, hyperactivity, and a decreased appetite. Mm-hmm. So they claim in this article that one young woman who had previously had no documented mental health issues suddenly developed severe anxiety and the fear of being alone and began having dreams about the devil oh shit yes so this movie was the very first movie to really call coin the term for Mm. cinematic neurosis gotcha okay that's that's definitely like interesting Mm because i feel like i don't know that's like it's so I wonder if how much of that is psychosomatic versus like actual, you know what I mean? Because like miscarriages, exactly. like heart attacks, and and my first thought as someone who has tried it, who tries to discount like paranormal shit for my own well, my own mental health <laughs> yeah. in like a logical way, like my thought is like, did these anxiety, did these movies cause so much anxiety and stress that it triggered these things? You know what I mean? I could say so. And I think that that could also be the concept of cinematic mm-hmm. neurosis is that the movie was so deeply upsetting mm-hmm. to someone in a psychosomatic way that it could cause this makes in a sense. person. Yeah, makes sense. And that's kind of the vibe that I got from that, especially given like this is a movie that's about 
possession mm-hmm. and the devil yeah. and like demons. So yeah. like I think like especially for the 1970s, it was yeah. still of quite religious enough yes, time. Definitely. For a lot of people in the United States especially that it would be such a deeply mm-hmm. upsetting thing for them. But this movie in particular that I thought was interesting to talk about this cuz like um my dad's first ever horror movie that scared the shit out of him when he was a young mm-hmm. boy was The Exorcist. That's how my mom was too. My mom I think my mom's was either The Exorcist or um mm-hmm. or House of Wax <laughs> or Birds. Oh, okay. Yeah, The Birds definitely like fucked up a lot of people. I think The Birds is kind of like a, a silly movie and mm-hmm. the least frightening horror movie, yeah. the Hitchcock movie to me. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, my dad is still to this day mm-hmm. a like 50 plus year old man does not want to watch mm-hmm. The Exorcist cuz it mm-hmm. freaks him out. It freaked my mom out pretty bad cuz my mom grew up in a very religious household. Mm-hmm. So like seeing that was like, "Oh my god." So, well, know. I think I've told this story before, but it always makes me laugh. My aunt, so my dad's sister, Mm -hmm. she thinks it's so funny that he's afraid of the exorcist that she literally has a picture of the exorcist on her fridge. (gasps) And whenever people ask her about it, she jokingly says that she has it there so she doesn't snack in the middle of the night. Oh my god. I fucking love that. That is fucking hilarious. Piper, of course she would. That's fucking hilarious. I love that. Love it. So that movie, I can definitely say, mm-hmm. like, makes sense that it would be one of the first movies that really upset a lot of people and then became why they would need to coin well, this term. Also, wouldn't, but, wasn't The Exorcist also one of the first movies that was, like, very, like, FX was very, like, yes. so, like, with the, with the split pea soup and the yeah. throwing up and the, like, yep. this the Exorcist was one of the movies that was kind of like, kind of like how avatar mm-hmm. was for like cgi yeah you know what i mean like the blue the blue blue not oh, avatar yeah. last airbender because that movie was fucking shit but like the the one with james cameron movie like yes, that the blue was people the blue people mm-hmm. not the blue man group the blue aliens <laughs> <laughs> just all these tangents i did not take my meds today anyway like how avatar was for cgi wasn't yes. that how the exorcist was for like real life fx yes. in the 70s and 80s however i thought it was really interesting that that's the movie that coined the term for it because yeah. i honestly thought that maybe it could have even came from like one of the first like big horror movies that like that existed which was psycho that's what i was thinking i was thinking it was going to be that one because that movie was the reason that we now have like tv yeah. movie ratings yeah because when that movie first came out there was no such thing oh really they just kind of let anybody come into anything they didn't really like the companies didn't have mm-hmm. a rating system for yeah. if something was PG, PG-13, mm-hmm. any of that. And, like, for that movie in particular, although it's literally called Psycho, nobody really, like, thought of it like that. That wasn't mm-hmm. really, like, a coined term really mm-hmm. that much. Um, but a lot of families actually went out to see that movie because of the star Janet Lee. Janet Lee yes. at that time was a big romance actor. Mm-hmm. So they thought that this was possibly going to be a romance mm-hmm. movie because it was starring her. Obviously, it was not. Mm-hmm. And although this shouldn't be a spoiler, this movie's been out for, mm-hmm. like, over 50 years. Mm-hmm. But, like, she gets murdered pretty early on mm-hmm. into the movie in a very, like, kind of traumatizing yeah. way. That's the shower, right? Yes, the shower yeah. scene. That that really messed up mm-hmm. a lot of people and mm-hmm. a lot of young kids because they were mm-hmm. sitting there watching this movie with their parents because of yeah. Janet Lee. Yeah. So, like, that movie not only is why they then decided after all the outrage and how traumatizing that was for small children to make a TV mm-hmm. re- uh, rating system, but also... 
because of that movie, there was a huge skyrocket in sales for see-through shower curtains. Oh my god, that's so I love shit like that. That's so were fucking so funny. Frightened from it's, the shower. It's seat. crazy to me. Like I was listening to, which I know that's on your list of things to do, and I might try to convince you to let me steal it. Um, the 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 concept of the bystander effect and the Kenny mm-hmm. Genovese case because I listened yeah. to a podcast on it recently that like opened my eyes to like. Mm-hmm a whole different well i want to talk about it because it's like i want to talk about you know with what happened to kitty genovese which is very tragic as a young woman a young queer Mm -hmm. woman myself and also what like what the public perception was in the new york times article was and then what actually fucking happened and why you know why it was twisted to to net to see what it was anyway yeah but that being said in that they were talking about how when she was murdered there wasn't 911 no because it had Part of the reason they invented 911 was because of the Kitty Genovese murder. <laughs> and it's crazy to me that, like, some of the things... And obviously there's, like, things where it's, like, oh, like, GPS and, yeah. like... Like, stuff that, like, had had come around, like, going from, like, the Garmin GPSs to, like, mm-hmm. GPS on your phone. Like, that shit in our lifetime, we yeah. have seen that evolve, right? But it's just crazy to me. Like, there's always been 911. There's always yes. been movie ratings. So, to, to think about, how, like, there just was a day that go, this didn't exist. Well, and, honestly, and it had to become a thing that existed because of something so traumatic. Well, and even, honestly, something, like... Even something like airplane security. Yeah. Like if you look at the first Home Alone movie. Yep. Like how they just fucking ran through. Ran through. There was barely any security. Yeah. They just bore the plane. That was it. Now it's like my dad's like we have to get there three hours early because we're going to stand in line for four hours. Like yep. it's one of those like it's just crazy to think like even though 9-11 happened in our lifetime. I don't have any recollection of nope. how airports were before then because Same. I didn't start flying until I was like 10. Exactly. So it was like 10, 15 years later after 9-11, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like 10 years later because I was born in 98. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's just crazy to think like there's yeah. things that are so like not technology wise but so just like mainstream like mm-hmm. oh like you can't go see a radar movie till you're 18 type of thing like that wasn't a thing for so long no. and it's interesting to hear where it came from yes especially because something like that is like movie ratings like you would just think like okay like it would it, make sense it makes sense to have movie ratings and it makes sense to you know have something happen but to hear it was because of psycho mm-hmm. and the the story behind it because people thought she was a romance i'm like holy shit like it's just mm-hmm. i love shit like that like hearing about like why things came to be because of stupid shit like not saying that 9-11 or like oh yeah or kenny jimby's murder was stupid because but of shit something like that. yeah something traumatizing happening mm-hmm. that they finally fix these things so another one that i thought was really interesting that actually became studied by a psychologist mm-hmm. uh movie wise was jaws really yes so, i could okay before you can yeah. continue i could see why okay because i especially as someone who grew up only an hour and a half from the jersey shore mm-hmm. like i used to go to the beach all the time with my parents i could understand why and i have a i have a, I have a thought in my head as to what some of the symptoms were but i'm gonna let you continue but i want i'm gonna oh. table my but speaking of jaws so you know how everybody for a long time had that conspiracy of like oh god what is that it was the unsolved case for the longest time the woman of the dunes. Yes. Yes. Her case was recently solved. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. She was identified as a woman who grew up in the Tennessee area mm-hmm. who was there on vacation and that they believe that she was murdered by her husband. Oh, shit. Um, who he has died. Pre- yeah. He died in the early 2000s. Yeah. So he obviously can't be brought to justice mm-hmm. for it. But apparently the woman in the dunes case, which how it connects to Jaws is people then thought potentially because of like the renderings that they did mm-hmm. that potentially she looked like this extra yes, in the movie I, yes. the Jaws. And like I think it was like yeah, a, it was like a bright bathing suit or some yes. shit like that. Yep. And she wore this bandana. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they have now since identified her. So the woman of the dunes case is now currently solved. Which is awesome. Yes. And I, I do remember I do remember seeing that. Yep. Yes. 
Um, but so psychologist Brian Johnson had studied the movie Jaws because and through it, he said that it seemed to cause a heightened stress response in viewers compared to other horror movies. So uh, that he had studied um, and couldn't really figure out why they were so uniquely mm-hmm. distressed by the film. Oh, excuse me. So I think the reason for that is probably actually the music. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's the score that really did it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, that, me personally, I don't... Well, other than, like, maybe because it's, like, a more reasonable mm-hmm. fear, like, or, like, more of a survival-based fear in some mm-hmm. ways, because, like, I don't know, like, it sounds more realistic to have a shark coming to eat you yeah. than a demon-possessed yeah, child. Yeah, 100%, yeah. So it makes sense to me. But apparently, however, Jaws did lead uh, to at least one well-documented case of cinematic neurosis. Mm -hmm. So after viewing the movie, a a previously healthy 17-year-old girl developed sleep disturbances and in severe anxiety. Mm -hmm. And that she began convulsing and screaming sharks repeatedly. Oh, shit. So she experienced a partial loss of awareness and had to seek psychological treatment afterwards. Damn. Shit. I that's you know what's funny is, is is about the um not about that she was convulsing had to seek treatment about like the score is mm-hmm. there was some I think I it was when I went to the Franklin Institute like my girlfriend took me for her birthday which was awesome and if you ever go like highly recommend there's a part of it where you go and it's about like your senses and you can see like there's a there's an exhibit where you can listen to like different sounds and they have two different of the same exact clips of someone riding a boat I think it may have been from Jaws like a rescue boat probably and they did like one where it was just like a normal like kind of like do do like whatever like like background like happy go lucky background like music and the other one was like this ominous like sound and they were like what are the what are what's the vibe you get from each of these video clips and i think it's so interesting how you use horror like horror movies use sounds to heighten the um what's it called the um like the mood like even we we're watching the swoop documentary for with joshua david evans it was mainly quiet but then when it came to something important she like added this like little bit of like stuff at the end like this music in the background to like kind of amp it up like it's just it's so exactly. interesting how music how music and even just like foley sounds are so impactful to movies and there's this one sound that's like it's like these bells i saw how it was made but it's like that like if you ever have watched a horror movie and something major happens, it's kind of like a like a bell's dinging type of thing. It's that sound, and it's you add it into anything, and it just freaks you out. It's just like this, like there's a psychology behind these certain. Mm-hmm. It's I know I remember what it is. Oh my god, it's not um, the normal for anyone who's was in chorus or like band. The the um, the not major scale. It's like the main scale is like a cer- like uh-huh. like whatever. There's dissonance where it's the notes that are like half a step below or half a step above. And it just makes you uneasy because it doesn't fit right in your brain. So a lot of horror movies use this dissonance in order to instead of using like a like a A, like a like a C flat, a B flat and a D flat, they would use like the these notes that are like slightly off, even though they're technically actual notes, you can write with them. But they use this dissonance because it's it doesn't sit right in your brain. And so there's literally like a musical theory about how horror movies use certain scores to make them scarier. Which absolutely makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. And when you sit there and think of like some of the most iconic horror movie mm-hmm. scores, they are eerie and unsettling. Like mm-hmm. the Halloween yep. score. Mm-hmm. Like that, I literally, I can hear not only recognize it yep, immediately and be like, it's a Halloween movie, yep. but also like it does sound genuinely off when you yep, listen to exactly. it. Like it doesn't sound 
it doesn't sound like uplifting or exciting mm-hmm. like you're about to watch like an adventure movie it sounds like you know you're going into it watching a I horror went, movie. I went into a, 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 a store the other day I think it was mm-hmm. was it Bath and Body Works it was somewhere the other day and I went into somewhere and they were playing that in the background and I was like I'm gonna get murdered yeah it was crazy it wasn't even I don't it wasn't even Spirit Halloween because I remember thinking mm-hmm. why are they playing the Halloween theme music not like in a yeah. normal fucking store it was Someone weird. Someone was doing that at my work the other day yeah. I literally went to my office and I walked into the door to and like greeted christine and literally just kind of looked at her and was like hey um i don't know what's going on out there but someone is just like super loud in the hallway just playing the halloween theme song Mm -hmm. just like chilling and she was like oh that's really comforting i'm like yeah that's really the vibe that i wanted to come into a nursing home being like we're gonna get you exactly like (laughs) it's just it's just there there's just something about horror movie like scores and i i'm gonna talk about my personal favorite (laughs) horror series saw there is such a specific like um what's it called like score for saw the first saw movie just has some amazing like score like music behind it and there's one specific um like i came in my first thought was do 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 that's not the fucking that's not the fucking song but they play that in every single saw movie at crucial points because that's when it was like the biggest like oh fuck what the fuck is happening that score was playing during the first saw movie so anyway like i just think music is so psychologically interesting and important in horror movies and also just in general like i could go on for hours about how music is like impacts us psychologically anyway speaking of how certain songs or certain music so i told this story already today but it makes me laugh so much also speaking of the movie rose red Mm -hmm. because of that movie when i was 12 i nearly peed my pants Mm -hmm. at my parents house so I watched Rose Red for the very first time when I was probably like eight. Mm -hmm. It did spook me out. It did cause me a little bit of Mm -hmm. like cinematic neurosis. Mm -hmm. That was one of, I think, because like the first two horror movies that caused that for me was It, which was my very first movie that I watched when I was four. I have had a thing about not liking clowns ever since. Yep. Um, I, especially when I was like for, four and I first watched it for the first two weeks after I watched that movie, I refused to bathe because of the shower scene oh, where no. there was a clown's head coming mm-hmm. out of a shower drain. Fuck no. So I would like scream at my mom and be like, I can't go in there. There's clown in the drain. Mm-hmm. Nope. Can't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, the second movie after that, that I watched that freaked me out was Child's Play. So mm, the original yep. Chucky movie. So then I was freaked out by dolls mm-hmm. ever since. I fucking hate dolls mm-hmm. still to this day. Me too. And then for this, Rose Red, I was like eight. It did like fuck me up a little bit. I used to have nightmares about Rose Mm -hmm. Red. And that's why I think also this movie, like, it holds such a place in my heart, not only because my dad loved this movie Mm -hmm. so much, so we watched it so often, but it also did like freak me out. Mm -hmm. And I would have dreams about it regularly. But so in the movie Rose Red, one of the most important like scores or like music throughout the movie was the Glenn Miller band Mm -hmm. and these two particular songs uh, and one of them in particular because the main one of the main characters, Annie, really, really likes this song and really likes Glenn Miller. Mm -hmm. I my parents are younger parents. They had Mm -hmm. had kids pretty early. So. They only listened to like 80s rock mm. music, like stuff like that. Like I had never heard of the Glenn Miller band mm-hmm. being a real thing outside of this movie. Like yeah. I genuinely didn't know because I was eight. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. think that this, this was real music, that I thought it was only for the movie yeah. Rose Red. And I'd never heard it anywhere else. So there was one day, years later, I was like 12. I was home alone, like 
Do you remember the days when you'd watch TV and we had commercial breaks? Yes. So I, like, finally, I was sitting home watching TV. We had a commercial break. I went out to the kitchen to go get snacks. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, because you know how commercials are always Mm -hmm. so much fucking louder Mm -hmm. than the TV program, I start hearing at full blast Glenn Miller playing out of the TV. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy fuck mm-hmm. rose red is here to get me oh i'm gonna God. fucking die i was like about to i literally almost pissed my pants in the middle of my parents kitchen oh my come out it was a fucking subway commercial oh my god i'm still mad at subway Love to it. this day for playing well, this terrifying music it's like that fucking the the, the the song in insidious yes that Tip one toes through the tulips <gasps> no I mm, awful mo- if I and for some reason we watched that movie yes. we, and we watched it like a month and a half ago like almost yeah, two was, months ago like it was a really hot minute good. ago very good movie mm-hmm. it's the first time I ever watched it recently mm-hmm. the demon in my has been in yes. my head and I don't know why because it's a frightening demon they did yes. a really good job in that movie yes especially the shot where it's behind yes. our man our man's the yes, guy who's in all the fucking mm-hmm. James Wan movies I know I um, love him forget his name can yeah. see his face though which side note James Wan is directing an Aquaman movie Hello. So weird. And the man's is in it. Yeah. He's, he's gonna just... he's gonna be an Aquaman. He's gonna be an aquatic <laughs> dude. Yes, he's gonna be a fish man. There's only one Aquaman. He's gonna be an Aquaman. There's only one Aquaman. He's gonna be one of an Aquaman. Oh my god. <laughs> Aquaman is like this like conglomeration of like all these fucking fucked yes. up people that are just like this big like fish thing. Yes, he, he's gonna be an Aquaman's. Oh my god. <laughs> That's not how any of this fucking works. I think I'm right. I don't think you fucking are. I think I'm dead on. Oh my god! But like that song, the tip, like, and it's to a point where like, because my girlfriend watched it with us when we watched it, and that's the first time she had seen it too, and we had watched it because we like it's we wanted I wanted to watch because mm-hmm. the Insidious Red Door came out. Yes. Still haven't seen it. I've only seen the first Insidious. I think we have only seen the first one, right? Did no, we, watch we watched one? two. We did? Yeah. Okay. Yes, we watched the, the, yes. the two of them. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I remember saying the first and second, the second one, one matter, matter. The other ones are shit. Yeah, no. Don't worry about yeah. the other ones because it's not even the same family. Yeah, exactly. So we um, so we watched it and now one of my favorite things to do, which is so mean of me because if she did this to me, I'd fucking kick her ass. We were we went to a to Delaware to stay in a hotel the other weekend and I went in the closet because I was high and being stupid and i went tiptoe through the tulips and it was dark and she she was like stop 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 she freaked out and i was like i'm so sorry but it was really fucking funny but if she ever did it to me i'd kick her ass anyway yeah but that song it sticks in my head but it freaks me the fuck out so the message is no no one no, day no, no, no when no, you're not no, expecting no. i buy an alexa i have the alexa play it i hide i come out doing exorcist crawl Tay, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be completely <laughs> real with you. Down. I'm gonna be completely real with you. You will get decked or kicked in the fucking face, and I will piss <laughs> my pants. I'm not joking. There have been times I've been home alone. We've talked about some spooky yeah. shit that's happened in our house, like where I've heard some shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I've almost pissed my pants. Tay, I swear to fucking God, if you do that, I will drop kick you in the fucking face. And I say that with my entire chest. I love yeah. you. Absolutely not. You're going to go into work and your coworkers going to be like, why do you have a black eye? Because I decided to play a prank on my roommate because I'm an asshole. Yes. Fucking asshole. Yes. Oh, no. Sometimes shit no. needs to be spooky. No, not like that. It's a good, healthy fear. Me pissing my pants is a good, healthy fear? Yeah. It's the healthy fear. It's controlled. Uh, Contained. No. Self-absorbed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm it's like, fine. You're trying to convince me that this is okay. <laughs> is this gaslighting? <laughs> um, this guys, gaslighting I like. Is? I would like to introduce you. Gaslighting. <laughs> is this gaslighting? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but music oh. is so impactful to horror and just yes. in general. Like to, even to like. All the, even like if you think about romances mm-hmm. when you there's like the crescendo of like okay you, the move the, you're gonna appreciate this impractical magic when sandra bullock's character yes. i got it right yeah sandra bullock's character falls in love with the first person she yeah. runs down this and like, kiss like the, 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 that yeah. music like it's that crescendo that like think about it, if it was just like barely anything in the background it, it would just kind of be like it why is she like, running why is she running Exactly. She doesn't even know that man. Why is she kissing him? They exactly. just met 10 exactly. minutes ago. Exactly. But then now, like, because there's this huge, mm-hmm. like, musical score, yeah. it's awesome. So music is just so impactful and so, like, interesting. Yes. I don't know. And I think that that's definitely what could be what's causing this, yeah. as well as, like, some of the, like, really scary imagery. And, like, I'm trying to sit there and, like, rack my brain for, like, what some of, like, the weirdest imagery that I've seen mm-hmm. that have, like, really stuck with me. And I think one of the things, like, it wasn't even a horror movie, but for some reason, the movie Splice. I've never seen that or not. I never actually watched it. I've only seen parts of it. It stars, oh God, I can see his face. He was in The Pianist. I don't know. Anton Brady, I think is I what his no name Brody. Okay. Sure. That's, ah, uh, that's two fuck. names I don't know. I, I can see this man's face, but yes. So the guy who played the lead character in The Pianist, mm-hmm. um, he was in that movie. And the whole concept of it was that basically like him and his girlfriend are like scientists mm-hmm. and they end up his like his scientist girlfriend without telling him like creates a child of theirs almost. Wait, like, yes. It but like it's just like, yeah, it's yes. like this alien yep. creature yep. basically. And then he ends up like fucking it. It's weird. What? Yeah, that's, I guess, the plot of the movie is incest and then murder. But whatever. But that tail creature, Mm -hmm. I've had two nightmares in my life about Mm -hmm. that thing. Mm -hmm. So the imagery of that definitely stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say recently of a horror movie that stuck with me was Barbarian. Oh, my God. Wait, y'all. That fucking movie? Amazing. Incredible. It came out a year ago, a couple days ago. Yes. Like, it only been out for about a year. Go I, into it oh with not God. knowing any idea as to what the plot is. Do not look at a trailer. Do not look up a no. synopsis. Go into it knowing nothing. And honestly, and I'm someone, Fuck. and this is, I am one of those people who I look up what happens in a movie because mm-hmm. I don't like things I have not knowing. Like, I'm weird like that. I genuinely went into that movie mm-hmm. with Blind. nothing. And it was... Oh my god! You know terrifying. what? Terrifying. It's see for me. I'm thinking of the ones that have fuck with me, and all the ones that I can think of that like really mess with me are ones that have to do with like trigger warning, like sexual assault. Yeah. Like when we watched The Perfection with my ex. Remember oh, okay. The, yeah. That, that one was where, really where upsetting. They had like her strapped down. Yeah. And that's how they punished her. Mm-hmm. Like that fucked with me when we watched the first Evil Dead yep. and the tree scene happened. That <laughs> oh, fucked god, with me. Oh god, that was so much. And then also, I believe in Evil Dead Rise mm-hmm. in the elevator when the mom. Yeah. That also. It they, was less sexual, yeah. but it more was choky. Yes, but it was definitely still like. Yeah, still super fucked up. But like the visuals in that movie are incredible. Oh my god, like, I, they I made like, that I so like scary. We've talked so much about evil dead rise i have yet to watch it again because i just know it's gonna scare the shit out of me again but like it's it on is, hbo man it is so <laughs> fucking good so like good. the i think one of my favorite shots is when the little girl is looking through the people yes. the amount of times they have a shot where the little girl or someone's looking yeah. through the people and sees the mom yeah oh my god or even okay 
and the scene that I ta- mm-hmm. I'm talking about, I I love it. It's when the, when the little girl goes, "Mommy," and the girl, the mom, pops up yeah. out of the tub and goes, "Mommy's not here. Mommy's with the maggots now." And then fucking shoots to the ceiling. Yeah, that shit is so fucking good. Fucking like, good. oh my god, it's just go watch that movie. Such Incredible. a good movie. And it, I watched some behind the scenes stuff. And the person who plays the daughter when <laughs> she gets possessed and she does that crawl off the yeah. counter, she does that herself incredible like it's just it's 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 such a good movie i have a shirt i wear all the time it's a picture of the mom from it's from yeah. hot topic which i was shocked that they had it <laughs> it's as though it's evil dead rides it's a picture of the mom with like all the blood on her face and i love wearing it out because i already get stares <laughs> as is because i have piercings and tattoos and colored hair but like when i go out and i wear it people are like what the fuck is this bitch and i'll be getting <laughs> stared at and i'll be like damn i'm getting a lot of stares today and then i'm like oh yeah i'm wearing a terrifying thing yeah it's especially it's like when i wear the shirt i'm wearing now it's a let's it says let's let's conjure bloody mary fun and games for kids isn't that what children do anyways? Okay, not gonna lie, Bloody Mary was one of those things I was fucking terrified of as a kid. I was terrified of Bloody Mary as a kid. And I think my sister kept trying to encourage me to do it. Mm-mm. I don't remember. There, we were pretty fucked up kids, but I don't remember any other like weird games like that mm-hmm. we tried to play. But also, like we lived in a haunted house, so we were yeah. already aware yeah. of like ghosts and creepy shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we were really like over the moon to be like, yeah, let's conjure another thing. We were just like... We were already like... Can we make sure these things don't hurt us as is, please? Exactly. Being like, hey, guys, I woke up this morning and, you know, I just saw a ghost. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Are we going to do anything about that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be like, no, that's no? just our resident ghost. He okay. Just here. All right. Bye. Love it. Love it. Really? Like, that's there, fine. Is there any more on the list? Oh, uh, no. That, the, okay. us, the other things that were on the list were like horror movies that people then were inspired to do crimes mm, after. Which I feel like we should do another episode on Exactly. That. And especially because like... There are certain ones that I feel like, which Morbid has already done a deep dive into it, mm-hmm. like how the murders that were like inspired by like the movie Catch Scream. The, and Catch in the Rye. Yep. And stuff like that. So like it's definitely in and of itself is mm-hmm. a whole big rabbit hole of people mm-hmm. blaming horror movies or trying to use horror movies, yeah. which like I did kind of want to end on the two conflicting things for mm-hmm. it is like there Yes, there are so many people that say that some of these things could inspire them to do bad things Mm -hmm. or cause uh, cinematic neurosis in Mm -hmm. some people or has a negative effect on society. However, I always tend to think of it based off of the principle of catharsis, which was what the Greeks believed. So the Greeks believed in throwing like these plays that were like genuine tragedies Mm -hmm. or real horror stories like horrible things Mm -hmm. because they believed if you could watch it get it all the bad things out at once Mm -hmm. see all the bad things happen that maybe you wouldn't go on to do them Mm -hmm. so i think like that's kind of what it is for me as well as Mm -hmm. there is some psychological health benefits for people like me who have ptsd uh, because you can then get out all of that kind of like adrenaline Mm -hmm. and all of those like hormones in a safe controlled way that like in your cortisol levels because your cortisol is all fucked up when you Mm -hmm. have ptsd Mm -hmm. so that you could do it all in like a a safe healthy way channel it Mm -hmm. into you know just watching the movie and then yeah. be able to go on with your day safely yeah and I, and I think there's also something to be said too about watching horror like and it genuinely scaring you and i know i know after watching some horror movies i've had the best sleep of my fucking life like because it, there's like that adrenaline and that's like and that's just like a personal thing not like there's no science behind me saying it but like i know myself like i if i watch a horror movie and i get scared shitless 
obviously like it's it's weird to say that like i have the best sleep of my life because like you would think it'd be the opposite but i crash mm-hmm. afterwards because my adrenaline so high up like there mm-hmm. was a day we were we were both sick with covid so like that's a different story but we watched yeah. like three or four horror movies in a row yeah it wasn't even they weren't inherently horror like some of them were just like thrillers mm-hmm. like there was we watched flesh or fresh yep with sebastian I think, Stan, like, amazing taking lives taking lives yeah. seven yep which is oh my god so good Such and then we watched movie. another we watched four because i remember being like we've sat here for eight hours watching yeah. movies i forget what other one we watched but it was a bunch of maybe neon demons oh yeah it was neon demons. yeah we watched yeah. four of them all at once and it was just like we literally got up and we were both homesick with from work and it was mm-hmm. like from like 10 a.m until like 8 p.m we just watched horror movies all day yep. and mainly maybe because i was sick but i went to my room afterwards at like 10 o'clock at night and i knocked the fuck out i slept so good because i was just constantly like mm-hmm adrenaline was high it was like you were just like it was it's awesome yeah but like i love horror movies i can't believe i didn't get introduced to them sooner because like my dad doesn't like them but my mom loves them <laughs> but um i love horror movies so much and like i'd Same. love to do a deep dive of like what inspires like i know at least in Mor- morbid mm-hmm. already did it but we ain't morbid so we can yeah. do it too um, absolutely i'd and, love to do that and i want to pick ones that like uh, definitely in some ways like super interest me yeah, as a person definitely. um for which horror movies or like what cases Mm -hmm. because i feel like definitely depending on which horror movie they say inspired them you'll have a whole different kind of crime exactly yeah exactly yeah so if you want to follow along with that we're going to try to keep up i think we had like taste we're gonna have one case that is not really um like like spooky stuff Mm -hmm. um even though it's already mid-september um i think i'm gonna try my next one we're gonna try to do something i'm not sure um but I, I what i would like to do sometime during this spooky season is talk about eastern state yeah because we visited last year and we had some personal mm-hmm. like things that happened at eastern state when we were there um but yeah so if you want to follow along get ready for our spooky season because this is kind of our yeah, intro and if into you spooky talk to us about what horror movies yes. kind of had this effect on you guys or even like for suggestions for spooky stuff to talk yes, about because uh, for, we'd appreciate that yes because we've had some recommendations for cases mm-hmm. we love that um yes. i would call the person I'll give her a shout out yes. next time because I don't have my phone on me. Um, mm-hmm. I do. It's on the floor. Yeah. to pick it up. Mm-hmm. But we had a, a fan who was from Ireland, which yeah. is insane from Ireland, That's who sweet. like mm-hmm. we love her. She yeah. so recommended sweet. this case. She is such a sweetheart. Um, you know, if this fan, if you have any spooky stories or let us know anything you yeah. want to hear us talk about, let us know. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we've had case suggestions. So we want to hear some spooky stuff from y'all, too. Like, we want to talk about it. Maybe we'll get high and read some spooky stories. Like, fuck yes. it. You know what I mean? And, like, and if anybody is interested, again, to replay it because it's super spooky. Mm-hmm. Last spooky season, I told all of my oh personal my God. ghost stories. It's an hour and 40 minutes long, guys. And I had yeah. to edit it in, like, three different sessions because I was so fucking scared. I would highly recommend it. It made me cry. Yeah. So if you want to be frightened... There you go. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna, this is our intro to spooky yes. season. With that being said, you can in order to know when we're mm-hmm. what we're posting, what all spooky stuff we're gonna do, you can follow us on Instagram at Figures in the Dark. You can follow us on Twitter at Figures in the Dark, but Dark spelled D R K. And then you can follow us on Facebook, like our page, share our page at Figures in the Dark. And then you can send us an email, your case suggestions, your spooky stories, mental health check-ins, and pictures of your cats to Figures in the Dark Podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms, including Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast so yeah and thank you guys for listening and as always beware the figures in the dark all right bye bye